Thank you for calling Lipstone Insurance Group. This is Joey Ann. Can I speak to Josh, please? He's actually on another line. Hold on, hold on Joey. He, yeah. I believe he just got off the phone, okay? Hold okay. on for one second. Yep. Thank you. Hi, Joey. How are you? Josh Lipstone. How you doing? I'm doing well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Golan. Let's get into it. Starting to try to blog on a more consistent basis. I did okay for a couple months and then fell off for the last two, but I have one coming out in a few days, uh, June 1st, so excited about that. But Why does everyone seem to fall off the blogging or content wagon? That's the question I want to put an end to once and for all, because that's my buddy, good, good buddy Josh Lipstone of Lipstone Insurance. And... Just a short clip, just a little short clip, but I think it's very powerful because he says something that we all fall victim to. I did really good with blogging for X amount of time. I've been not very good with it for Y amount of time. I wanna make that not true anymore. And if we take it and we break it down and we examine it, why is that? Well, one, we're busy. We wanna use time and busy as an example. I've shared with you my personal struggles of how I've gone through lulls of where I haven't posted anything and and it happens to the best of us. But as far as I can tell, the single reason that we're able to say these, these things to ourselves is because we haven't gotten the results to keep the motivation up. If people are constantly calling you, raving about the information that they've found from you and how they can't wait to do business with you, I promise, I almost guarantee that this wouldn't be an issue. And even after it starts working for a while, then you'll go through another lull. Okay, yeah, I got my certain amount of people that keep calling me, that's great, but they're gonna keep calling me because all this stuff keeps ranking and I don't really need to write anything anymore. So there's always different levels and plateaus that you're going to hit. And it's pushing through and it's getting to the point to where you're getting the results, you're getting that motivation loop, if you will, to keep going, to keep pushing. And, and and again, Josh is my good buddy. I'm working with him very closely on some things and I know that he has it in him to actually make this happen. But he was talking about, and, and also to another telling thing at the very end, he's like, I've got a blog post coming out on June 1st. I can't remember when I talked to Josh, I think it was towards the end of May. That's another thing too. Don't wait and publish. Don't set it, unless you're gonna actually set a schedule and stick to it. When that baby's done, you put it up that day. Feel accomplished, get it done, because essentially what you've done is is when you've completed that piece of content and you allow yourself the opportunity to say, well, I'm gonna schedule it for three days from now, four days from now, five days from now, you're not gonna write another piece of content until that goes up, until it goes live. And then you've essentially delayed a whole week. You've, you've essentially killed a whole nother week when, you know, again, your goal is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write something once a week, once every two weeks or I'm gonna write something really substantial. And I wanna get into, you know, yes, we've identified the problem, but ultimately we need to figure out what's the solution? How do we not make this happen? And this is the easiest way I've figured out to shortcut your way to that, to getting that success, at least in limited quantities, to give yourself the best shot for more at-bats, for more content at-bats, to keep getting things 
published, getting it out there, getting better results. Okay. So in other words, I may be trying to do use a marketing technique or tool that's no longer relevant. Possibly, Josh. And that's, I think, the, the problem that we all go after. We want to be too generic. We want to be too general, too bland, too bl- plain, too whatever. And the tactic that was really in question was the they ask you answer. And this is something I've talked about. This is something that my good friend, good friends a stretch, but my good acquaintance, Marcus Sheridan, preaches all the time. If there's a question somebody is asking you or, or should be answered in your industry, then you have the obligation to answer it on your website. And I think that's a viable strategy. However, what we are trying to solve here is for you to get momentum and, and for people to find you. And, and to do that today in 2016, whereas, you know, this is something that Marcus found major success with back in 2008. I think there are some challenges with something that is closing in on being 10 years old that was effective. And the reason is, is because I've, I've tried it both ways. And I have found, hands down, I've said this before, we need to be very more specific in which the area in business we can, you know, we need to be very specific in which the region of, 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 of region, I guess, oh boy, that we want to do business in is targeted, right? If you write something, what's, you know, uh, if you write something, you know, uh, how do you take a home inventory, right? Or what's the best way to take a home inventory? And you live in North Carolina and do business in North Carolina like Josh, What's from somebody in Washington state from looking that up and finding it? And, oh, this is fantastic. This is helpful. This is great. Is Josh going to expand into Washington because two dudes read it? Probably not. So it needs to be tied to your region. And this is where it comes down to, again, leveraging existing name value. I've, I say it all the time. I don't know if everyone really knows what I'm saying when I say that. But leverage existing name value relevant to your area of operation more specifically. And, again, always saying North Carolina, this, you know, Durham, Raleigh, just tying to things that people are, are, are talking about companies and places and things that are, again, relevant to your area that people that you have the potential to do business with are going to be searching for hands down the biggest shortcut. And that's the marketing tactic that I was talking to Josh about. And he, you know, he, again, he wanted to do just general 101 questions and just answering general insurance questions. But I can, I can show you, I have a whole presentation that I've been giving to agents for two years that I show hands down, you know, the traffic in which, you know, six blog posts get, three of which generate actual business, three of which generate none. And I would much rather you have a bunch of the threes that generate business than a bunch of the other threes that don't. And that's the goal. And that's why we have these lulls. That's why we have these kind of fits of inactivity to where we don't really feel compelled to do anything because we don't see it actually working. And again, the, the fastest possible way to shortcut that is to talk about things people already know. Again, I, I, I use the, the, you know, the, the idea of talking about company names themselves. Those companies spend millions of dollars on advertising. People know their names. They're looking for information on them. It is our job to deliver it. Again, full disclaimer, please check with those companies before you use their names on your website without checking, getting the okay, whatever, just making sure you're not going to lose an appointment because you talked about them on your website. I don't want to be responsible for that. That is the problem we are trying to solve. And that is why I don't want you to be able to have these little, these little lulls anymore. It's just, it's not worth it to me. Right. And, and I, I kind of have with, cause I'm looking at my document now, you know, 
someone will ask, well, what are insurance points? So, you know, my video would be, what are insurance points in North Carolina? Exactly, Josh. Or even if you want to say, how do insurance points work in North Carolina or something? I can't remember. I gave him an example that was a little more natural. Uh, fitting it in as naturally as possible is always going to be a preferred thing. But yes, 100%, Josh. And I'm glad that you've 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 learned so much so quickly. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Just, God, I can't help myself but have fun with the editing. That's exactly what you want to do. You want to tie it to your state. You want to tie it to your location. Be clever with it, right? Again, um, think of ways to write about things that people in your area care about and want to know about that are as closely related to insurance as possible. If it's not closely related to insurance, then you just need to figure out a way to tie it back and make that transition or pivot. Whatever you can get, whatever you can do to get intention, get in front of them and provide them that information to make a buying decision. So I was thinking of using this or to send this to people when they actually had a claim because I field so many questions from clients, you know, oh, I've never filed a claim before, you know, what's it like, you know, what am I supposed to do? And so I may not even put this out to the general public, maybe, maybe not, but more use it for our current clients so that they have either a better understanding or a better comfort level as they're going through it to kind of take away some of that worry. All right, so this is awesome, and it's also a huge momentum killer for creating content that gets results. The reason being, and I, so again, this is a huge, huge thing all agents want to do. I, I want to do it. I, I, every agent I talk to has this thought, and it is creating content specifically focused on servicing existing business. That's great. You have a question that you keep getting asked over and over again, create a piece of content, send it to them, and you get to answer that question. That's fine from an efficiency standpoint. It's actually preferred. I would love that you do that, but here's the trick. Unless you feel that you are fully, firmly entrenched, established in your content creation career, if you will, don't do it. Don't do it. At least don't do it right now because it's an ungrateful time suck that you will never feel replenished for. It just won't happen. And, and your clients will feel mildly happy. That's even an overstatement. They might just shrug their shoulders at it if you can get them to open the email and click on it. Two very, very challenging things. I mean, you might have peace in the Middle East before you can get over 40% of your email list to open an email and click on it. Just saying. And... That's the thing, right? We fall into this trap of not focusing, laser focused on the type of content we want to create, who we want to create it for. We want to create it for existing clients. We want to create it for new prospects. And you're not going to get that boost, that momentum cycle. You're not going to create that unless you're always, you're looking to bring new people in to to get that process going, to get some stuff ranking, to get people to call you, to get that high, to keep it happening. You want to get hooked. You want to get addicted. I'll say it to the high of somebody calling you, thanking you for the content and saying, oh, I had to call you. It's the best information that I've seen out there. You're so smart. I can't wait to do business with you. I'm serious. You might be laughing. It happens. And, and that's what we're chasing. That's what we want to happen. And that's what we need to do to prevent those lulls from happening. And again, if that's you, if it's not you, if it's somebody that you're going to assign your agency or not, it doesn't matter who the, the person is. But that's the reason that any of it falls down. Because we haven't identified, we haven't gotten to a certain point, we haven't reached the level that we need to to create a self-sustaining system. 
And once that happens, then go by all means, create all that stuff that is going to fulfill the back end that you think is going to hold up the retention. But I promise you that your clients, and while this is something that we're probably as an industry going to need to wean them off of, I promise they just want to talk to you. I have, I can count on, you know, maybe two hands of the number of clients that just actively come back to the blog and read it. Now, yeah, I do have some that will read basically everything that I put out and they, they keep up to speed on stuff, but that doesn't replace, you know, the same conversation. I'm still going to basically give them a cliff notes version of that same blog post when I talk to them just because it's a habit. And again, I think these will eventually go away at some point, how fast, I don't know, but these are the two biggest areas that we need to kind of watch out for when creating that, that cycle with, with getting up to speed with not having, you know, falling down at any point in time during this process of trying to actually do this thing of marketing online and delivering information to people when they need it. It's frustrating. I know because you're sitting there thinking, Oh, it sounds easier said than done. Right. Maybe, I don't know, but really that's, I mean, I'm just reflecting on, it. I'm just thinking about it as I'm, I was listening to Josh and, and I was thinking, you know, th- this is, this is important, right? This is something that I think we all need to be aware of. So we don't have that. So you have the ability to see the pitfalls, to step right around them and to get into a space to create enough momentum so that you are always ready to write that next piece of content. So based on those two choices of creating that content and not creating that content, I guess, or falling into those lows, if you have said, listen, this is probably not my thing and I need to get this off my plate, then tell somebody, then delegate to somebody in your agency. If you don't have the authority to delegate to somebody in your agency, well, then you're probably out of options. But if you do have the option to delegate to somebody in your agency and you're not quite sure that you've got somebody to handle it, well, That's where, again, I mentioned this a few shows back. We have a service. It's called Grow Blogging, something like that. We basically write three posts a month for you, and we take care of it. It's always ready. There are no lulls. You don't have to worry. Uh, Obviously, it's all of the stuff that I already know and have been able to kind of gain traction with in my agency. And I'm actually working with an agent who is uh, interested in incorporating his staff in part of the process to really make sure that we're talking in a way that is direct to your region, very specific to your people and your state and your town, and to kind of marrying that to, to gather that information. And I'm pretty excited about that process. And I just want to let you know that if you just want to take it off your plate, you want to f- see if it's something that you know you don't want to have to worry about anymore, head over to growprogram.com content to see if you think that you just want to take it off your hands entirely and have somebody else just do the writing, the heavy lifting, and make sure that you don't have any more involved. Growprogram.com slash content to make that happen.